The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Matt Wilcom. Mark Amadeo. Good morning. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is Tuesday, August 8th. We've got a great show in store for you. Ellen Miller coming up at 7.15 this morning. We're going to be talking about the summer concert series with Josh Blakesley and Mary's Meals. Um, this looks like an awesome uh, series of concerts where they kind of travel around Iowa. I know Josh very well. Uh, I've got some stories about Josh as well, so we'll have, uh, we'll have some fun about 7.15 today. Going to be promoting the Summer Concert Series with uh, Mary's Meals. We'll have that for you. Uh, coming up 7.45, Kendra Von Esch is going to be on. Uh, she's going to be talking or continuing to talk about her series on addiction today. How our thoughts are killing our souls we're going to talk all things thoughts today and, uh, you know, how we can um, how we can continue to be able to make that mind body connection, but understand it in light of our Catholic tradition and faith. We'll have uh, Kendra on at about 745 today. Also today going to have some uh, quotes on the Eucharist that I thought were really cool. I pulled these the other day, didn't get a chance to uh, to talk about them, but they are from um, St. John Vianney and uh, I they would just go a little deeper in the Eucharist today. I thought would be really good for us. Matt, welcome. We'll have your news. Uh, Mark Amadeo is on vacation, so he's not going to have the sports this week. Well, I'll do my best to be able to fill in with uh, all things Chicago Cubs and uh, Deacon Mark will have your weather. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering prayer. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt Welcome now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by the Catholic Tuition Organization, helping to make Catholic education more affordable. The bottom line is it's for the kids. For more information, visit ctoiowa.org. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilcom. Donald Trump plans to attend the upcoming Iowa State Fair, but will skip events with other Republican presidential candidates. An aide to the former president said on Monday a move likely designed to steal the limelight from his White House rivals. It had not been clear until now that Trump, the runaway frontrunner for the Republican nomination, would would attend. Most of his rivals had agreed to be interviewed individually at the fair by Governor Kim Reynolds between August 11th and August 18th, but Trump turned down her invitation. Trump has been angered by Reynolds' public neutrality in the primary race and her appearance with top rival candidate Ron DeSantis at several of his Iowa events. Iowa Attorney General Brenna Byrd is suing the Environmental Protection Agency as Iowa and Nebraska try to force the agency to issue final rules allowing the year-round sale of gasoline blended with 15% ethanol. Governor Kim Reynolds and several other Midwestern governors requested last year that E15 be sold during the summer, which triggered a 90-day deadline for issuing regulations that the states say the EPA did not follow. E-15 sales are restricted in some states over the summer to meet federal clean air standards. Reynolds expressed her support for the lawsuit, saying the EPA disfavors anything that doesn't have the word electric in its name. 
A 16-year-old Spanish World Youth Day pilgrim said she miraculously recovered her sight after receiving the Eucharist at Fatima, Portugal, during a Mass there. The possible miracle has moved hearts and filled with hope all those who have been following the events at World Youth Day, which brought together more than a million young people in the Portuguese capital last week. The girl traveled to Lisbon from Madrid with a group from Opus Dei. During the days prior, relatives and acquaintances organized a novena to pray to Our Lady of the Snows, whose feast day is commemorated August 5th, the same day she recovered her sight. For two and a half years, the young woman had suffered a loss of sight due to a myopia problem that left her with 95% vision loss. Cardinal Juan José Omela, the Archbishop of Barcelona and President of the Spanish Bishops' Conference, said the girl explained to him on a video call what had happened. Omela said he was also struck by other testimonies that took place during World Youth Day from young people who, quote, have also recovered their interior vision. And finally, today's fun fact, scientists have estimated that we blink between 20,000 and 30,000 times per day on average. Each blink lasts just two-tenths of a second, but that adds up to approximately one and a half hours per day. Oh, Blinking removes dirt and lubricates the eye with moist tears. Each blink brings nutrients to the eye surface structures, keeping them healthy. An hour and a half a day of blinking? Yeah, so I, th- I think we're going to have to... You know, just in the interest of saving lenses, time. Uh, how do contact lenses affect the, the blink rate? Probably a lot more, right? I, I would think I so. Don't, I don't have contacts. I've never worn them, but... Anytime I've seen my wife put them in, there's at least it makes you blink, doesn't 15, it? 20 <laughs> blinks right afterwards, right? That can add up over time. Yeah, yeah, I guess it can. Uh, that story on the on the girl that was healed—that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's sort of like um, you know, when in the early church, you know, these miracles happened, but you know, this is still the same church, right? Yeah. And the same power uh, of Jesus's name Amen. to heal as a sign. That he is the Lord. I, I know, am, it's all meant to be pointed towards him. So if you pray for a miracle and you might not receive it, perhaps it's it, it's just know that, you know, this, this is the purpose of miracles is to testify to the fact that Jesus is Lord. Yeah, I, I am just that's really, really amazing. Um, I, I have not found a story on this yet. I'm, I'm wondering where it was on where CNA. It? Was and, it? Uh, it was uh, it was posted uh, just within the last day. OK, but uh that's just an amazing story. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm gonna have to uh, check this out. That's really incredible. So I love I love hearing stories like that. But as you said, it's a testimony to the to the Lord Jesus. That's it, right? Yeah. I mean, we all love to receive healing. We all want to, you know, what we want. Yeah. But uh, but it's you know all in the Lord's good time, timing and uh, in His plan. Amen. To glor- to glorify Him and you know if we're meant to suffer for a bit longer, that glorifies Him as well. If that's His will. That's exactly right. Amen. Deacon Mark with the weather. Well, it's going to be pretty amazing. Uh, We have some patchy fog around the region, but that should be lifting out here shortly. And we will see sunny skies with a high near 81 today. Tonight, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, uh, mainly after 3 a.m. Otherwise, mostly cloudy with a low around 63. Tomorrow, showers and some possible thunderstorms throughout the day with a high near 75 and i know people are looking forward to the uh state fair forecast Woo. that first day of the fair looking like it's sunny and 83 degrees nice our weather this morning brought to you by knights of columbus financial advisor gregory waddle offering investment products and services that align your faith and finances visit kfcassetadvisors.org around the region des moines 61 degrees mostly sunny marshalltown 61 mostly sunny oscaloosa 
Checking at 63 degrees. Creston seeing a little uh, pop-up shower here, uh, but there is 62 degrees. I'm Deacon Mark Campbell. That is your Iowa Catholic Radio Network 24-hour forecast. Thank you, sir. Uh, speaking of the Eucharist, John Vianney, we celebrated his feast day just a couple days ago, August 4th. Um, and I, I, I pulled these. They really fit well in light of that healing uh, or, or supposed healing. I, I mean, I, I haven't seen anything to the contrary, but uh, you always got to be careful with things like that. But anyway, uh, on the Blessed Sacrament, here's a few quotes that uh, might just be good for your meditation contemplation this morning. Uh, in your prayer. Here's one. Uh, I think my favorite of all the ones that he uh, said, without the Holy Eucharist, there would be no happiness in this world. Life would be insupportable. When we receive Holy Communion, we receive our joy and our happiness. The good God wishing to give himself to us in the sacrament of his love gave us a vast and desire which he alone can satisfy. In the presence of this beautiful sacrament, we are like a person dying of thirst by the side of a river. He would only need to bend his head like a person still remaining poor, close to a great treasure. He need only stretch out his hand. He who communicates loses himself in God like a drop of water in the ocean. They can no more be separated. All of our happiness, everything, in the world lies all of our happiness all of our joy everything we're looking for in this life lies in that tabernacle friends that's that's right where it lies without the holy eucharist there would be no happiness in this world remember that john Vianney also said there is nothing so great as the eucharist if god had something more precious he would have given it to us he's kind of uh working off of uh, saint augustine there saint augustine has kind of said the same thing god couldn't give us any more in this life if he wanted to because he's given us everything. That's what's behind that there. So there's nothing so great as the Eucharist. If God had something more precious, he would have given it to us. He can't give us anymore because he's already given us everything. He's given us himself, body, blood, soul, and divinity. God has emptied himself, poured himself out for you and for me. And again, all the happiness in the world because God is happiness himself. There's nothing greater, no greater happiness than God himself. And in the Eucharist, that's where we find him. St. John Vianney also said, if we really love the good God, we should make it our joy and our happiness to come a few minutes to adore him and to ask him for the grace of forgiveness every day. We should regard those moments as the happiest in our lives. St. John Vianney said, our Lord is hidden there in the blessed sacrament, waiting for us to come and visit him and make our request to him. If we comprehend, if we could comprehend all the good things contained in Holy Communion, nothing more would be wanting to content the heart of man. Nothing more would be wanting. St. John Vianney said, I throw myself at the foot of the tabernacle like a dog at the foot of his master. And finally, he said, we know that Jesus is there in the tabernacle. Let us open our hearts to him. Let us rejoice in his sacred presence. That is the best prayer. See the theme here of what he's talking about? There's just nothing greater. There's no greater prayer. There's no greater devotion. There's no greater love than Jesus in the most blessed sacrament. You know, and, and sometimes, sometimes I think we can... Um, Oh, what, what could be the word here? Well, we could allow a lot of things to get in the way of that. 
a lot of things, get distracted by it. Sometimes, you know, Holy Communion, especially at, at Holy Mass, sometimes becomes just so uh, remote. It just becomes kind of the thing we do, right? Uh, and we forget exactly what's happening. And it, this can happen to anyone. It doesn't just happen to them or him or her, you know, sitting at Mass or the disengaged or disaffiliated. It happens to me. You know, I got three kids and one of them's not making me happy during Mass. This is normally the pattern anyway, but uh, one of them's not making me happy. And what happens, you know, you're, you're, you're not but uh, 10 feet away before you remember I, I'm in line to receive Jesus. You know, so we, we, we've got to be on guard with that. I know I pray for that constantly. I ask my guardian angel to pray for that, that I can just be focused in on the Lord, that my guardian angel and, and our blessed mother, who I also ask to accompany up, me up to receive Jesus, may keep me focused, my heart in love with the Lord Jesus and understanding to the best of my knowledge. I'm never going to fully understand what's happening there, uh, but to understand this great sacrament, this great gift that God has given to you and to me. So remember, there's no greater happiness in the world. No greater happiness. All of it, all of it resides in the most blessed sacrament. All of the answers to every problem, joy, suffering, struggle, life, the answer to life is in that tabernacle because it's Jesus. So if you get the opportunity, if you get the opportunity throughout your days, throughout your week, maybe once or twice throughout the week, uh, go in to receive, excuse me, go in to, um, to a chapel and just sit with the Lord. It doesn't have to be long. You know, I, I'm probably three for five on, uh, you know, out of the week and after the show right away going in just to the to the uh, chapel. And I, I only use this example because it's, it's really in the grand scheme of things, nothing, but I, I, I genuflect and, and say a prayer, you know, I, and then, I, and then I got to go, you know, somewhere to be uh, right afterwards. But it, it can be as simple as that. You know, I'm not spending hours before the blessed sacrament every day. I know many saints that did. I'm not, uh, but, but there's two or three minutes. And those two or three minutes are the most powerful part of the day. There's just no question about it. So if you're able, I know there's many different uh, Blessed Sacrament chapels around the Des Moines area at certain times, of course. St. Augustine has perpetual uh, adoration. Stop in. Say hello to the Lord Jesus and ask him for his grace for another day. Another day. All right, coming up right after this, we're going to be talking to Ellen Miller. She's got uh, a a summer concert series that we're going to be promoting for Mary's Meals. And if you haven't heard of Mary's Meals, there's always people coming and going and listening uh, and uh, we're going to introduce that to you as well, but uh, also ways you can uh, lock in for this uh, this series. It's going to be a lot of fun. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Friends, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for programming provided by Trappist Caskets, a work of the monks of New Mallory Abbey in Piasta, Iowa. Embracing an honest approach to death can more readily affirm the real meaning of life. Trappist Caskets and urns are made in the prayerful environment of the monastery using Iowa-grown wood from the Abbey's sustainable forest. Each casket and urn is blessed by a monk. Quietly laboring with their hands for 175 years, the monks offer workmanship at the pinnacle of woodworker's craft, available for immediate delivery or as a part of a pre-planning program. Learn more at trappistcaskets.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from CTO. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. 
Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from independent realtor Chris Foster. Chris has served clients with everything real estate throughout Iowa since 2019. 641-891-8178 or online at the number 4 saleia.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Divine Treasures, a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community since 1992. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you, Divine Treasures, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Oh, we're just chatting, sorry. Jolly Nettie here on the Catholic Morning Show. Ellen Miller joins me. Just, you, we don't even need a microphone, Ellen, right? <laughs> Good We're just morning. Gonna, you, you come in here and we just go, right? We, <laughs> we just sure go. Do. We just talk. Yes. So uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank yeah? you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What, what do I Co-founder of Christ Our Life, uh, Mary's Meals, mm. what, fanatic? <laughs> Absolutely. Love Mary's Meals. I love it. It's uh, a joy. For those mm-hmm. that don't know anything about it, you yes. always have to do this. I make yeah. you do this. What is Mary's Meals? Mary's Meals feeds children at their place of education, Um, In 18 developing countries, feeding over 2.4 million children a day at school for a global cost at $25.20 per child for an entire school year. It's a lunch ticket for an entire school year. Yeah. My mom played that uh, Powerball or Mega Million. Oh, yeah. For $1,550,000,000 or something like that uh, when she played it. And I think the drawing, when did she say the drawing is uh, uh, tomorrow? Yeah. No. What, what day is today? Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's today. Oh. Um, and she, first first thing out of her mouth, Mary's Meals. Oh. Oh, yeah. Wow. First thing out of her mouth. So uh, she she loves it. So just so you know, she wins the lottery. <laughs> We're good to you, go. You guys are going to be. More kids are going to be able to stand yeah, in line right. and receive that meal. $25.20 yeah. for an entire year? It's a totally a no-frills charity. Truly. How does that happen? It You know, it happens because of all the people on the ground who yeah. are volunteering you know, to make sure that their kids have the food. So in 18 developing countries, you have all of these thousands and thousands of volunteers who get up each and every morning and volunteer to serve their children. You know, they make the food, they yeah. serve the food, and they're there, you know, knowing which child is going to have one meal today. And that's going to be that meal at school. And mm. they'll know the next child who's, you know, going to get a second meal, but it's going to be before bedtime. So they don't wake up in the middle of the night with hunger pains, you know. What, uh, what, how much cents of the dollar goes towards feeding the kids? 93 cents of yeah. every dollar which going is, towards which the is, charitable works. I yes. thought it was right around there, which is really unheard Absolutely of. Absolutely amazing. You know, when it comes yeah. down to it. I mean, uh, considered really good is 80 cents. Yeah. Um, because, <laughs> and it's okay because there's yeah. there's a lot of administration. There's a lot of, you know, th- people that have to support their families. Obviously, if, mm-hmm. you know, I heard someone say there's if there's no margin, there's no mission, right? If you're yeah. not making anything, bring it in. You're not going to be able to feed anyone. 
Uh, but ninety three cents. I mean, you run it. They, they run it pretty slim and tight. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely I mean, like I said. Cow. No, yeah, no frills, and it's no. volunteers like us too who are yeah. getting involved. You know, Iowa is one of the biggest outreaches they have. You know, with people being involved with um, just trying to make a difference, sharing our little acts of love. Well, you guys are doing it, and you've done it for a while. Josh Blakesley yeah. in Mary's Meals is going to be coming in, which is going to be awesome for the summer concert series. I've known Josh now for a number of years. Uh, spoke with him. Oh, was it 2014, like 13, 14, 15? We did a, a summer, it was like a, a camp mission trip. And I would, I would be the speaker and he was the, um, and he was the musician. And we just had a lot of fun at those trips, but I got to know him pretty well. So I, I, how do you get him? Well, you know what? He's a good friend of Steve Angersano's. Oh, yeah, and yeah. with Steve kind of being um, out for, you know, a couple of months, they're settling down with yeah. his voice and stuff. Uh, he said, hey, Ellen, I have this really good friend, Josh. I've talked to him and uh, he would love to come to Iowa. So I had no idea he was a friend of yours. So <laughs> that's really fun. Yeah, he's he's just awesome. He's got some really good music as well. There's five se- uh, concerts. Yeah, five concerts. Okay. Absolutely. Um, the first one is this Thursday in Cedar Rapids. Uh, but locally, um, Sunday is our first one locally at St. Teresa's. Uh, they're having 430 mass, 530. They're going to be serving food. And at 615, you can expect Josh to be up there singing. And um, the concert begins um, Monday, St. John's in Norwalk. Again, uh, food starts at 615, concert to follow. And Tuesday, it's at Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary in Granger. Mm. And uh, the food starts at 7 and the concert's at 7.30 and adoration at the end of every concert, which is absolutely beautiful. So uh, people can show up. It's outside. Uh, most of them are outside. In Granger, it is going to be inside. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. And uh, people can show up and then uh, do they bring their food or is their food there? Oh, yeah. The Knights are serving the food in most cases, nice. which is really awesome of them you know our nice yeah. they love to show up and help out that's so. really cool and then the concert what a couple hours hour uh the concert's about an hour and a half and yeah. in between i like to share mary's meals and um how our little acts of love make a difference and uh, we'll have our t-shirts there and if anybody would like to donate and um feed a child for an entire school year and buy them a lunch ticket then then they'll have that opportunity um so, yeah. so in the past, how is uh, how, how is this done for Mary's Meals? I mean, are you generating thousands, tens of thousands, a few hundred <laughs> bucks? What are we doing? Well, you know, my initiative three years ago was just to kind of bring us all back after COVID. Yeah. You know, and so it was kind of an invite to fellowship. Um, and it was outside, which a lot of people were feeling comfortable with at that time, you know. Yeah. And uh, Steve, so Steve joined me with that mission. And then just to get the message of Mary's Meals out to so many who don't know, you know, about what Mary's Meals is still. Um, so There's a ton we're... of people that still don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, know. really, when yeah. it comes down to it, everyone's learning, you yeah. know, I mean, everyone's uh, thing. That's the one thing I've realized is everything I think people know, they don't. And everything I think I, I, I should know, you know, that people tell me all the time, how do I not know that? You know, yeah. but life goes fast. Life yeah, moves. Uh, there's a lot of causes out there. Yeah. This is one of my favorites. Uh, um, I yeah. hope it's I hope it's one of yours, friends, because of the, the impact that, that mm-hmm. so many of you are having. But you are generating something for Mary's Meals. What do you do? Absolutely. Just write them a check afterwards? Does Absolutely. It go towards... If people want to write a check, they're well, you know, we're more than happy to to take that check and give it to the kids, um, buy a shirt, feed a child. Yeah. Um, many ways you can even, you know, invite me to come to your parish. Uh, this doesn't cost you anything. Mm-hmm. And I just love the ripple effect of how this inspires young adults and old to, you know, get involved with, you know, sharing again, I, I say it time and time again, but our little acts of love truly do make a difference. And well, yeah. Wasn't there something where people could like, uh, put together, raise money for a kitchen, like a full kitchen or what, what am I thinking? Yes. 
you can adopt a school. Okay, that and was you can what I was absolutely, thinking. you know, find a way to bring your parish and get them involved. Yeah. To feed us. Yeah. Like last year, I was over at St. Joseph's and I got to educate the young adults there in the schools, uh, their religious ed program. I got to go into the parish and give some pulpit talks and all of this, you know, um, inspired them to adopt a school. And they are now feeding over 700 kids at wow. their own school each and every year now. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And the teachers were saying this really brought us together with our parish. It was a beautiful way to kind of ignite, you know, the fire in the schools within the, the church yeah. and kind of bring us to communion. How, how much was that? How much, um, was, do you know? Well, it's, uh, you know, off the top of my head. <laughs> That's fine. If you <laughs> my math know. is terrible, but yes, $25.20 times. Yeah. Yeah, seven hundred. That's pretty awesome. I mean, and and again, this is something that kids rally behind. I've seen my own kids rally behind this. You know, so um, pretty cool. All right, so the summer concert series for our friends in Cedar Rapids. Uh, it's going to be uh, this Thursday, yeah. 5.30 is food, 6 o'clock is the concert, followed by adoration mm-hmm. at St. Xavier uh, or Xavier High School there. Uh, Sunday, right here in our backyard, St. Teresa's, 4.30 Mass. Five, is that open to the public? Absolutely. Okay, 5.30 food, 6.15 concert and adoration. Mm-hmm. Monday, uh, it's going to be at St. John's in Norwalk, 6.15 food, 7 o'clock concert and adoration. And then uh, Tuesday, August 15th, Assumption of the Blessed Virgin and Granger, 6 p.m. Mass, 7 p.m. Food, 7.30 p.m. Concert and Adoration. Then Wednesday, it's going to be in Denison at St. Rose of Lima, uh, there for a 7 p.m. Concert and Adoration. People can find more information on this uh, on your Facebook page or Christ Our Life Facebook I would. Page. I'd go to the Christ Our Life Facebook page, and uh, we have our flyer there posted. Yeah, this is going to be pretty cool. Uh, Ellen Miller always goes by quick. Mm, anything else you, you so want? Anything no, else you want to add? I just I really appreciate everybody's support within yeah. the area and all that they've given to the children. I, you know, when you meet the children and look into their eyes and to the families who love them, you know, we cannot even imagine how far twenty five dollars and twenty cents goes. One year. One year. And your son, he's he's back. He's back. For he's good? still working for Mary's Meals. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's, he's, yep, he was there he's, for what, seven, eight years? He was there for 11 in 11 Africa. 11 years. Mm-hmm. He just got back from South Sudan a couple of months ago. Wow. He got an opportunity to go out and see the work they're doing there. And it is absolutely amazing how far this little acts of love, you know, how far the outreach goes. It's is amazing. it dangerous there? Um, he said he was with this beautiful sister named Sister Grace, yeah. and uh, she was kind of the key to go to the yeah. places they needed to go. Yeah, she's done a lot for their community, and they have such respect and love for her. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, Ellen Miller, everyone, with Mary's Meals and the concert series again with Josh Blakesley. Going to be fun. Go to uh, go to the Facebook page for Christ Our Life. Just Christ Our Life Iowa. You can type it, type it into the search menu. If you not haven't liked it yet, make sure to do so. Uh, you get all the updates of, of what's happening there. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank all, you, everyone. All right. Coming up right after this, Kendra Von Esch is going to be on continuing her series on uh, on addiction, how our thoughts are killing our soul, really kind of the thoughts when it comes to mind and body and what that does to us all within our Catholic faith and understanding. We'll have that for you in the second half hour. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go right now to our daily gospel and reflection. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and precede him to the other side of the sea while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles offshore, was being tossed about by the waves, for the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. 
It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. At once Jesus spoke to them, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. After making the crossing, they came to land at Gennesaret. When the men of that place recognized him, they sent word to all the surrounding country. People brought to him all those who were sick and begged him that they might touch only the tassel on his cloak. And as many as touched it were healed. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Christ the King Parish in Des Moines. The focus of this gospel passage is often Peter and he, him walking on the water towards Jesus. But a little detail that precedes that is so, so important for our spiritual lives. Jesus comes to the apostles in the boat during the fourth watch of the night, those wee hours of the morning, 3 to 6 a.m., the hardest watch of the night to keep because it was so late before, this, and before the sunrise. Jesus comes to us often in those most weary of moments, the moments when we've endured so much and we think we are at our wit's end. Even in those moments, the Lord comes to us. He wants to make himself known. He wants to make himself present. And indeed, it's mostly in those moments when he does so. So let us keep watch, like the apostles in the boat, and know that the Lord is present with us even in our darkest hour. May God bless you, and let us continue praying for each other. Each fall, InterVisions Healthcare hosts a fantastic evening of food and fun with the local Knights of Columbus. Join us as we dance the night away on Saturday, September 16th at Christ the King on the south side of Des Moines. All the proceeds from the catered dinner and auctions benefit the life-affirming work the nursing staff provides to women with unplanned pregnancies. For more information, visit IVHcare.org or give us a call today. We look forward to seeing you on September 16th as we dance for life at Christ the King in Des Moines. Thank you, InterVisions Healthcare, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Called to Communion. Join me on Friday, December the 8th at the Embassy Suites for Iowa Catholic Radio's annual dinner in December. Register now at iowacatholicradio.com and I'll look forward to seeing you in downtown Des Moines. Does your financial portfolio benefit from abortion, contraception, human cloning, or embryonic stem cell research? Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors offers investment products that are Catholic screened and designed for faith-based investors. Contact an advisor at 844-493-4010 or visit kfcassetadvisors.org to learn more about how you can seek to align your faith and finances. Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors is an SCC registered investment advisor. Investment products are not guaranteed and may lose value. Thank you, advisor Gregory Waddle, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Appreciate you being a part of it today. Coming up, we're going to continue our series with Kendra Von Esch on um, 10 Signs that, uh, of Addiction. And here today, we're going to talk about our thoughts, ways we can control those thoughts, how they impact us. 
on a regular basis and how we should um, how we should try to control those in light of our faith. We'll have that for you coming up in a little bit. All right, Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering prayer. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt Welcome now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by the Catholic Tuition Organization, helping to make Catholic education more affordable. The bottom line is it's for the kids. For more information, visit ctoiowa.org. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilkham. Donald Trump plans to attend the upcoming Iowa State Fair, but will skip events with other Republican presidential candidates. An aide to the former president said on Monday, a move likely designed to steal the limelight from his White House rivals. It had not been clear until now that Trump, the runaway frontrunner for the Republican nomination, would attend. Most of his rivals have agreed to be interviewed individually at the fair by Governor Kim Reynolds between August 11th and August 18th, but Trump turned down her invitation. Trump has been angered by Reynolds' public neutrality in the primary race and her appearance with top rival candidate Ron DeSantis at several of his Iowa events. Pro-life organizations are urging Ohioans to vote yes on today's referendum that would change the way constitutional amendments are adopted in the state. Early voting has been heavy with more than 570,000 votes cast, a high turnout for an off-year August election. Issue 1 would raise the threshold needed to adopt a constitutional amendment via ballot initiative from a simple majority to 60%. Although Issue 1 would not directly affect any issues other than the constitutional amendment adoption process, it has become a proxy fight for a variety of political issues, which include abortion, minimum wage, and gun control. Pro-abortion advocates who have not had success in expanding abortion through the elected legislature are trying to do so just that in November. Tim Anderson's decision to pick a fight with Jose Ramirez cost him more than a sore jaw. Chicago's shortstop was suspended six games and Ramirez for three games by Major League Baseball for throwing punches and touching off a lengthy, wild brawl between the White Sox and Guardians on Saturday night. MLB announced the discipline for Anderson and Ramirez on Monday, along with other suspensions and fines following one of baseball's ugliest fights in several years. Losing Ramirez for as much as a series is another challenge for the Guardians, who are trying to stay connected with the first-place Minnesota Twins in the AL Central. Cleveland began the week four and a half games back. And finally, today's fun facts. Listeners of the show know that I sometimes like to highlight a national day Mm -hmm. from the National Day calendar. And this is one of the more interesting ones, I have to say. Okay. Sneak some zucchini into your neighbor's porch day on August 8th, offers gardeners a way to rid themselves of extra produce. For some, this day offers a way to rid their garden of an overproducing squash plant. That's the weirdest one I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) That wins the award. I try to warn I just, yeah, I try to warn you. Sneak zucchini into your, into your friend's garden day? Porch. Porch? I guess it doesn't matter if it's a front porch or a back porch, as long as you have a porch. Yeah. It's fair game. Yeah, I, uh, I, I got to say, that's the weirdest day. Just watch out for rotting vegetables. Yeah. My, my wife is not a, um, 
uh, fan of, oh no, I'm sorry, my daughter is not a fan of zucchini, so uh, that's the only thing she will not eat. They're just bland cucumbers. Yeah. She, well, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like zucchini a lot. I like a little Parmesan cheese on there too and butter. Uh, by the way, I looked, I saw the story of the, of the girl that was healed miraculously. Yeah. Um, 16 years old, as you said, uh, from, uh, is it from, she's from Spain, I believe. From- from Spain. Is it from, yeah. Traveled from, from Madrid to Lisbon for World Youth Day. Well, and I think you mentioned, so she had 95% vision loss um, for the last three years. Uh, her vision has been getting worse. She says she wakes up every morning. Obviously, it's very, very blurry, not able to see. And I didn't know, but her friends and family back home were praying a, a novena to Our Lady of the Snows for uh, her and for miraculous healing. She was praying as well. And she, she said this. She said... Um, she was at mass with her friends and after receiving Holy communion, I began to cry a lot because it was the last day of the novena and I wanted to be cured. And I had very much asked God, please cure me. When I opened my eyes at that moment, I could see perfectly. It was overwhelming. Very many thanks must be given for the miracle because I saw the altar. I saw the tabernacle. My girlfriends were all there and I could see them perfectly. And in addition, she was able to look down at the novena prayer that all of her friends had, and she was able to read it perfectly. That's amazing. Amazing. So, and she was on the call with a, a cardinal from Madrid there as well. Wow. Testimony to the Ooh. the reality of, of, Lord Jesus. of the Eucharist as well. Yeah. You know, having received that healing right after having received the Eucharist, Jesus himself. That's it right there. That's who, it. Who is the, who is life it's yeah. itself? I mean, you think what, what my mind goes to right away is her faith, right? Please cure me. Th- think of her faith there because it's always the faith that saves us. It's always a faith that heals. You always see that. That's the pattern that the Lord looks at in the gospels. It's your faith has saved you. Your faith has healed you, right? It's constant faith. He, he wasn't just going around kind of, you know, picking random people. It was those that had the faith in him that, that he would turn to and that he would heal. And here you see her faith. Please cure me. Please heal me. Please help me. You know, again, why that doesn't happen with everyone that has great faith, it's going to be a mystery, you know, and, and, and God gives us exactly what we need. Um, but uh, here he gives her what she needs. And he gives he gives us in a, lot, in a little way to be able to, um, to see this story what we need to. Yeah. So. Really physical cool. healings when they happen are are oh, wonderful it, they don't happen all the time no. but i think that's a, a testament to the fact that the lord cares more about what's going on inside yes in our spiritual lives at all that, times the, that is the, what it's the, about the physical healings are a manifestation of something deeper yep yep amen awesome really yeah. cool i'm gonna have to share that story with a lot of friends and uh uh, I'm going to send it to my wife here in a little bit. Deacon Mark Campbell with your weather. Yeah, we've got a ha, going to have a beautiful day today. Mostly sunny with a high near 81 tonight. We will see mostly cloudy skies with a low around 63. There is a chance of showers and thunderstorms that will linger through the day tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, those uh, thousands thunderstorm showers and thunderstorms continuing with a high near 75. All that rain should clear out before the first day of the Iowa State Fair on Thursday, where we'll see uh, sunny skies and a high near 83. Right now around the region, Des Moines is 64 degrees, mostly sunny. Marshalltown, uh, excuse me, Ames 63, Fairfield 65, and Creston at 63 degrees. Our weather this morning brought to you by Knights of Columbus Financial Advisor, Gregory, Gregory Waddle, offering investment products and services that align your faith and finances. 
Visit kfcassetadvisors.org for more information. I'm Deacon Mark Campbell. That is your Iowa Catholic Radio Network 24-hour forecast. Thank you, Deacon Mark. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today's saint modeled his missionary preaching on the gospel ideal, one without many goods, but close companionship with the ordinary people. Saint Dominic today. He was born in Spain and trained in the priesthood by an uncle who was himself a priest. Father Dominic was a contemplative young man and worked hard, but was content with speaking very little. All that changed when Dominic went on a trip through France. In France, a heresy had sprung up that argued that the material world was evil and that only the spirit portion of the human person was good. Manichaeanism would be the name or dualism. As a result, they preached a strict diet and abstinence from sexual intimacy. Though extreme, the movement was popular because local priests were living a near opposite lifestyle, one just as inconsistent with the gospel. Dominic was commissioned to be part of a preaching crusade against this heresy, and he quickly learned how to make his sermons most effective. Dominic himself adopted an austere lifestyle, traveling barefoot as he preached from place to place. This tactic was successful in reclaiming the ordinary people to Catholicism. His fellow preachers gradually became a community, and in 1215 he founded a religious house in France, the beginning of the Order of Preachers, more commonly known as the Dominicans. His ideal in that of his order was to link organically a life with God, study and prayer in all forms with the ministry of salvation to the people by the word of God. That, that story of him going to France and seeing kind of the lay people responding to the corruption of the priests and religious at their time, responding in the opposite direction, right? Well, if they're just extremely, you know, living this lavish lifestyle of material goods, we're going to reject all of that, reject everything material. We're going to reject all things in this world, right? That was... Those are going to be evil and we'll just concentrate on the spirit, right? Almost kind of like body, bad, soul, good or material world, bad and kind of spirit, uh, good. And so Dominic, he had a tough job to go in and, and to balance that out, right? To see that, that body and soul, right? The, the material world is good. God created it. And we see that right there in Genesis. It is good. God would claim. Because of his creation, but at the same time, you know, not, not uh, <laughs> anything good, obviously can be taken down the wrong path as well, but also seeing the connection to what the Lord Jesus has done and given to us in the spirit. So really, um, really interesting. St. Dominic today, pray for us. Big day in the life of the church for the Dominicans, the order of preachers. He was a great preacher. And that's what God does as well. I got to say, right? He takes people that are quiet uh, and, and, you know, not uh, uh, in, in the early church, right? Not so uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily uh, uh, tap Dominic on the shoulder to be the founder of, of anything, really. He was just a very quiet, simple guy, ordinary priest, uh, soft spoken from everything that I've read about him. And uh, God would turn him into a miraculous preacher of his day. And we remember him today. Mm, awesome. 
All right. Coming up right after this, Kendra Von Esch, speaker, author, coach. Going to be talking today, continuing the series on addiction. How our thoughts are killing our soul. We'll have that for you when we come back. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Friends, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Tuesday, August 8th. I'm Anne-Marie Cox with your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. Make plans to join us on Saturday, August 19th for a Eucharistic procession. We'll start with Mass at 9 o'clock at the Grotto at St. Anthony Church. After Mass, we'll walk to St. Ambrose Cathedral for benediction. Lunch will be provided afterward along with rides back to your car. The Iowa State Fair starts this Thursday. Be sure to stop by the tent for Iowa Catholic Radio and Iowa Deacons. The Deacons will be ready to answer your questions about our faith. If you plan to be there early on Sunday morning, stop by Pioneer Hall for Mass at 715 with Father Ed Hurley. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online. CTOIowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, offering insurance products for farm, ranch, machinery, livestock, and much more. It's your future. Let's protect it. Cindy's phone number is 515-226-2111. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Appreciate you being a part of it today. I just cannot get over that story of the girl that was miraculously healed there in um, in Fatima after receiving Holy Communion. That is just incredible. Uh, you can go to it again, catholicnewsagency.com. They have the full story there titled Miracle at Fatima. World Youth Day Pilgrim receives her sight after communion at Mass. 95% was, um, was what she had uh, lost 95% of her sight. And regained it miraculously. She's perfect now with that. Just the whole story there is incredible. All right, let's go to our next guest, speaker, author, coach, Kendra Von Esch. Hi, coach. <laughs> hey, John. <laughs> How you doing? That is amazing with that Eucharist. Isn't that I'm cool? telling you, people. Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I, it is cool. And I, I think that there are some things. How old was that, was that person? 16. Okay, I don't know what's going on, but there are young people that Jesus is is coming toward. I spoke with a man who was at Mass with his son, and as the priest was holding up the Eucharist, he said, oh, Dad, it's glowing. Mm. And of course, Dad couldn't see it, but the kid could. And so, I don't know, Jesus is working amazing things in this it's just incredible Eucharistic faith. revival that we're in right now. Yeah. Incredible faith. No, no doubt about that. Uh, the Eucharistic revival. It's uh, the, the, the Lord Jesus is there. It's the, it's the source and summit, as, as we say in the church of our faith. So everything hinders on the Eucharist. And as we were saying earlier in the show, friends, St. John Vianney, who said this, all, all of our happiness, everything we're looking for is found right there. So uh, here we go. All right. We're continuing on in our series on addictions today. How our thoughts are killing our soul. Kendra. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. 
So, you know, we hear in the Bible that um, if you're looking at someone lustfully with your eyes, you've already committed adultery with them in your heart. And a lot of the time, we allow ourselves to just kind of entertain and we bask or we fantasize about things, and we don't capture that thought. We just keep thinking about it, which then will start producing some emotions in our bodies, some sensations, and we're most likely, if we continue to entertain that thought and fantasize about whatever it is that we're thinking about doing, and it doesn't have to be adultery per se, but we're going to end up going through that act. And that's, you know, we talked last week about the brain and the body and the chemical reactions and things that happen to us when we're younger that still trigger us today. And just be aware that the more that we learn and we think that our bodies and our brains are actually putting that into our memory. So we can fantasize about things that don't even happen, and our body doesn't even know that they're not happening. Mm. But it's going through the same kind of, you know, physical sensations. So when it comes to those mortal sins, and by the way, not going to Mass is a mortal sin. I know a lot of us may not realize that or think, oh, I'll be okay, but I'm reiterating that to the folks out there because we need to be in a state of grace. That's the first commandment that God says to us. Keep me the center of your life. Make me your idol, your worship, not, oh, football that's coming up. You should hear my husband talking about the football season that's (laughs) coming up. And I'm like, boy, I wish you would talk about God like that. Mm. But, of course, the world, you know, can come in front of, of God. So. The Eucharist is protection as well, and confession, and all of these things that come from our church is so helpful in the battle, because before you know it, those those fantasies and those thoughts can then turn into true sinful behavior. What do you, know? you, what do you suggest people do when faced with temptation in the moment? In the moment, stop, pause, pray. It's like stop, drop, and roll. Think about when you're on fire. I've never been on fire, but I've been told that when you are on fire, you shouldn't run around like a crazy lunatic because you're just bringing more oxygen to fuel the fire even more. But that's what I would do because I'd be afraid. But if I stopped, I dropped, and I rolled, I could put it out. I think about that in real life when it comes to sin. When you're standing right in front of it, right in front of it, I think of fire and hell. And I think, is this really worth my soul? Mm. Is this 15 seconds in sometimes, you know, in some cases of pleasure worth it? 15 minutes of pleasure? It's never worth it. Because when we get on the other side of that sin, oh my goodness, (laughs) the pain and the shame and the, you know, lack of respect for ourselves and how mad we are, way outweigh that moment of pleasure. So think about fire. I don't want fire licking my tushy for eternity. No way. It's not worth it. And then pause. Stop, pause, and pray. Half the time, if we just took a second, just a second, and walked away, distracted ourselves with something else, Pray a deliverance prayer, right? In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of pornography or of adultery or of impurity. And then ask for God's 
control and temperance and peace to just shower over us. That's the first thing that we should all do is take a break because half the time our bodies are just urging us to go do that thing. And then we don't listen. We don't pay attention. We just fall back into our subconscious programs. And before you know it, we've done the deed. And now we got to go back to confession. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you mentioned, you've mentioned numerous times in that the power of confession uh, and, and the graces that can flow from that, from you know, just one confession um, to, to be able to help bind uh, and, and really cure uh, those sins. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my first confession was being gone for 26 years from the church. I was in what they call perfect possession, meaning I was doing everything the demons wanted me to do. They didn't have to attack me. They didn't have to do anything because I was playing right along. And when I went into that confessional after writing down on two double-sided eight-and-a-half by 11 sheets of paper all of my sins, (laughs) I had a lot— And I know that I didn't even cover ones that were mortal sins at the time because I didn't know birth control was a mortal sin, for example. I came out of that confessional. I was floating, John. Mm. The tears and the crying and everything was just as if tens of hundreds of pounds were laid off of my shoulders. I was, oh my gosh, I cannot tell you. It was amazing. And I continue to frequent confession because I'm even more aware of my sins. I'm not going in with mortal sins anymore, thank you, God. But the the venial sins are still—I'm still coming out of there feeling lighter, more virtuous, stronger. And so I would encourage anybody, everybody, frequent that confessional. Hopefully you get a priest with some great counsel. It's almost like— I know it's not supposed to be spiritual direction, but sometimes you can get some beautiful counsel from the priest that can stick with you for your life. It's amazing. Not too long, Kendra. There's uh, there's people still in line. I know. Yeah. I know. That was yeah. me the first time. Yeah. I was in there for probably a half hour. The people out there, what did she <laughs> do? Mercy Sunday. What in the world right? did she do? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's I, exactly I hear you. how I felt. I, and sometimes, you know, what I tell people is is if you do um, have that lifetime confession, uh, you know, you've been away for a long time, you can, you can always make an appointment, too. And, and priests will they'll, they'll sit down with you for 30, 45 minutes uh, or an hour sometimes. If, totally. You know, they, they, they love they love walking people back into the faith and back into the church. It's just that's what they were ordained to do. So uh, if you need that, call up your pastor at local church and they'll uh, they'll make time for you. Kendra, you're great. Um, what's your website? KendraVanesh.com. Right? You got it. Right, and got it. my YouTube channel, same name. Follow me there for more crazy stuff on this soul, mind and body walk. Kendra Von Esch. We'll talk to you soon. God bless you. You too. Take care. All right, friends. Deacon Tony, let's pray. Today we pray for all of our priests and religious souls in purgatory. Let's pray for the intentions of all our listeners who submit them and the prayer to St. Michael. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls, Mother Mary, pray for us. St. Joseph and St. Michael, protect us. And may the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us. 
protect us all from evil and bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Coming up tomorrow, we'll catch up with John Gaffney from the Department of Evangelization and Catechesis of the Diocese. Plus, Father Peregrine Fletcher shares how St. Philomena inherited the extraordinary title, Powerful with God. We'll have that all for you tomorrow. I'm John Linetti. In the meantime, be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. The Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water